Welcome everybody to the podcast. I am Gil Torres. Welcome to Black Caskets Radio. And you're listening to Sam Cook. Darling, you send me. Situation who lasted so long, I find myself wanting to marry you, take you home. You send me, I know you send me, I know you. Oh, Sam Cooke, right? Just amazing. I was thinking Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne, should I play that? Should I play some sticks? Oh no, I should go a little bit more modern, you know, maybe not that modern, maybe my time, maybe play some metalcore, but no, no guys. Some Sam Cook. He's the truth. He's the truth. Just every I love listening to music that makes you feel good. There's nothing like it, especially oldies. Oh man! And you remember your mom? I'm I'm sure some of you guys could relate. Your mom cleaning up the house on Saturday morning. Than just listening to these kind of songs. Honest, you do. Amazing, amazing. Got the greatest hits of Sam Cooke playing. We're going to keep it playing in the background. Welcome everybody, once again. Gosh, this is that music. I love that that feel-good music, you know? Gotta love it. Somebody uh, recently, it was a few days ago, I was talking to a friend and... uh, She's really big into money, you know, she's always trying to make it, she's trying to do big things in the world, and, you know, I don't, I, 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 I'm proud of her for that, and it's tough, she, it's tough being a, a gay female out there trying to make shit happen, so, you know, but when she starts talking about money, it's like, money is... The object that's going to make her feel better, feel good. That everything's going to go away just as soon as she starts making those those thousands, those millions. And rightfully so. Maybe for some people that's, that's their dream. But not for me, guys. Honestly, money, it's... There's a, a song by the Exes. Um... 
it was ugly the title of the song is ugly and it says money's no cure a sickness so pure i never forgot that this is true there's been times where i've had high paying jobs and the money didn't make me happy no it didn't i make myself happy you make yourself happy we make ourselves happy it's the mentality having the right mentality that also comes with being successful buddha right we suffer because we desire but if we realize that really in reality we don't really need that much we don't need that much when we start realizing what we have is more than enough I remember once I had a some friends that were not too happy about themselves they were kind of depressed and one of my buddies he lost his girlfriend to another guy pretty sad and I couldn't get them out no matter how much we tried we couldn't get them out of his funk we couldn't get them out of the house it was just poor bastard kind of thing you know kind of deal and one day I saw a mountain outside of my house that, you know, you, you, we, some, certain, some of us people that live near the mountains, we, we see a huge freaking mountain. And I said, I'm going to climb that one day. And I would always tell myself that I'm going to climb it. I'm going to climb it. And one morning I woke up. Uh, I had I had my issues I had issues myself I, my best friend had just passed away he had killed himself suicide he just ran into oncoming traffic after a night of drinking he just he was sick and tired and I've went over this in my head time and time again why why did he do it why now I've come to respect his decision. Because this world, it's tough. It's tough. And nobody can judge you. Listen to me. Nobody can tell you if this is worth it or not. Nobody can tell you, hey, this this life is it's not so bad. Some people, they, they just, their mind... Was damaged and 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 maybe that's disrespectful. You can say their mind is maybe just maybe their mind, their soul, their heart is or hurt. You don't know. Never know. But uh, there's others like me that. There's worth in life. There's living to be done. You know, some some poor souls have it worse and just 
They can't hack it anymore. They can't face any more of this. They can't deal with any more of this. Their minds are fed up with fighting. Anyways, uh, whatever the reason it was that he chose to do that, I miss him. And uh, not going to say his name, but if he's uh, listening up above or like I'm agnostic. So I like to believe that as soon as after we die, you know, the spirits just kind of roam the earth and there's somebody up above could be aliens, could be whatever it is, higher life form. That's just smiling down on us. And pushing us and just wants us to enjoy this. I mean, it's hard. We have uh, so many things that could go wrong. So many things that you know we all have different lives. So it it it's it varies really. That's why I always believe being nice to people, being nice and. And trying to understand them and, and, and really truly talk to them and, and and listening. That's the most important thing. Listening to others. I know there's so like so many political talks that I hear going around and Honestly, guys, I don't know. I just, in my mind, I go, who cares? Because there's, I, I th- this is where I, I find life fascinating. We have extinct animals, extinct being species, right, that are gone. And we can never see again. But. We also have living beings such as, you know, we, we, we have tigers, we have snow leopards, we have, uh, you know, elephants. We have the, the California bear that's gone extinct. You know, it's just, we actually have these beautiful creatures that for whatever reason, they're here with us. For whatever reason, we're here. And... I just find that so fascinating and, and, and amazing and mystical. And I just think we really shouldn't take that for granted. There's people out there that are struggling worse than we are. And again, shouldn't take our lives for granted. And, and, and appreciate every day that we wake up out of bed and we are able to do the things we love, be surrounded by the people we love and appreciate that motivate us. It's a beautiful thing. It really is. And so this individual, getting back to what I was talking about, just thought that was the answer to her problems and I remember getting into a conversation with her I really didn't want to do it because I knew 
I told myself, Gil, if you get into this conversation, it's going to be a long one and there might be some mixed emotions and it just might be a little awkward. Might get offended, I don't know. But I just have this need, (laughs) this, uh, just this desire to help people and uh, give advice and sometimes it's not a good thing because you 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 we we can become somewhat biased and maybe we're weighing down our uh, or or weighing in our opinions on somebody else's neck and it's not always a good thing and my computer's not agreeing with me So we get into this conversation and she tells me her life and how she struggled and how, you know, the government uh, created this, this system, this economic system where we have these, these notes, you know, money and how... She's seen so many people's life improve because of it. And I I, I can't remember the whole conversation. Obviously, it was a very long one. Uh, But I listened. I listened for about, I want to say a good 10, 15 minutes to her talk about the benefits of it and so forth. And then I, I I asked her I asked her do you really think that's going to make you happy do you really think that's going to solve all your problems do you think that's really going to solve every issue that you have she said no but sure as hell will solve some which you know I, I agree makes things easier but I told her look The fact of the matter is, money's not going to make you happy. You, one can only make themselves happy. We create solutions for ourselves. The fact of the matter is that you, you know, let me stop my computer because it's just not agreeing with me today. It's your mind, your thoughts, your beliefs. Granted that by our environment, by our surroundings, a lot of what's in our mind, a lot of what we think, a lot of um, our, uh, what would be the word, Um, let's see here. And I'm sure you guys are thinking or saying it and like, dude, come on. (laughs) Give me a second here. A lot of our influences are because of our surroundings, right? 
a product of our surroundings. But we that doesn't mean that because we're surrounded by that and we see all that that doesn't mean necessarily that doesn't necessarily mean that it's true. That's why I love the just the process and the discipline that some folks have in studying mindfulness. That's why it's very important to study mindfulness. Because you really get to thinking, you know? You get that that rational logical thinking you get down to the nitty gritty and the, the, the reasons behind certain things and it's wonderful I've, I, I've been around rich people a lot because of my work, because of uh, rich people, wealthy people, whatever you want to call them, people of means. And a lot of them look miserable. I remember at a certain point in my life, I did many of the goals that I set out for myself. I remember this particular summer where I wrote down everything on a uh, composition book. I wrote down all my goals that I wanted to accomplish by the summer, and I accomplished them. And then I said, okay, well, then uh, once I get back to school, once uh, the year starts, I was in my... I believe I was in my 10th year I was a sophomore in high school and then I set, I made some other goals for myself I wrote down some goals okay accomplished those and I noticed I felt empty you know like I had nothing to fill me there was nothing left like once you accomplish what you needed to accomplish or what you thought was unaccomplished like n- unaccomplishable or just you felt empty so after high school I worked my butt off to try to get a good job there's some jobs that weren't so great it's okay that happens during the process then I came and I found a good job that paid pretty well then I, I excelled in that job became a supervisor then I just kept going and got close to the manager position and when it was offered to me and it was a good amount of money it was a good amount of money I'm not gonna disclose what it was and I turned it down. And I turned it down because 
I was already making a good living. You know, I didn't need the extra uh, pressure. Would it would have uh, made life better for me? Yeah, you're damn right. Would have made life a lot easier. But I remembered that summer where I accomplished all my goals and felt empty. Felt like, what's next? So it's easy for someone that doesn't have a certain thing, thing, that's what we're going to call it, to... Express themselves in that manner or say that money is what's going to solve her or his problem. It's not. You make yourself happy by realizing really truly what you like. What you enjoy. And yes, sometimes it does require money. I'm not saying that. Sometimes having a good job, if you're a wakeboarder, you need some equipment. You know, those things are expensive. You like to ski, skis are expensive. So I understand that you you would need cash. But think about it. You get that cash. You do what you love. Was it really the cash that made you happy or was it the fact that you're doing what you love to do? What if you got sponsors and they paid for all that stuff and you had a, you know, you had money, you had a good amount of money and your equipment was paid for and all, right? You, a lot of you guys that play football understand that you guys get sponsors and you guys have paddings, you guys got your helmets, you got all types of shit and you guys are set. And you guys are okay with having, you know, some some in- income coming in, right? But you're doing what you love to do. And that's truly what's making you happy. Say a person like, uh, uh, I don't know, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson was one of the most vicious persons ever to to put on the gloves and to ever box. He is truly an inspiration his discipline is amazing and you know he was at he was on top of an industry knocking people out three years he he was just whooping some ass defending his title and what happened got knocked out by Buster Douglas Buster Douglas just lost his mother. Maybe that was the motivation that Buster Douglas needed. 
But you know what? At the end of the day, someone like Buster Douglas could say, I was the world champion. Whether right now they're, they don't have any money, you know, some may call them bums, whatever. They became a world champion. And they will forever be in history. They will go down in history. He will go down in history for giving Mike Tyson that loss. And taking that title with him. Right? And, and he can say, hey mom, this one was for you. Mike Tyson lost had a some some issues let's just say that some growing up to do doing had to really think about it look through that real review review mirror that's so hard to say that the word's so hard review review mirror Anyways, and just look back at his career. And, you know, he had, he was the king of a certain sport for so long, for a good amount of time. Then he went up and down. Here comes the ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs. And now you could see Mike Tyson smile. Because he's rich? Is that that why he smiles? Or is it because he knows that he went through a lot and he overcame even more? All those people that used to tell him that he was never going to be nothing, he proved them wrong. He became one of the greatest, if not the greatest, arguably, boxer. It's, 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 it's open for debate, right? But at one point, I will say this, at one point, he was the best in the world at what he did. And if you don't believe me, there's people, there's a list that were his victims to prove it. Casualties. That guy was just a savage. He was a guy that went out there and just, bam! There was no decision. There was only a reigning champion. So this goes back to my other podcast. Believe in yourself. Find that happiness. Find that drive. If you're overweight, you know, go out. Run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, at home, get a chair. Start trying to do some exercises. Grab onto the chair. Can't do that? Go to the bed. Start doing exercises on the bed. Slow, uh, slowly. 
It's like that saying, slowly but surely. You will get to where you want to be. And so, after the conversation with her, she said, you're right. You're right. She goes, pop culture just really, really influences my, my, our minds. She said, my mind. It's really influencing my mind. And it is, it's true. Pop culture influences our minds. You hear, you know, I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you, uh, let's move on to uh, a related topic, I guess you could say. Look at all these rappers nowadays. They're mumbling, you know, the mumble rappers, as they call them. What the fuck are they doing? Do they, re- do they th- really think that's good music? I don't know. Some others may argue. But I bet that. See, I, okay, I had to really think about this, how I wanted to say it. You can tell the people that do a certain thing for money in contrary to people that have passion and love it and and yes some people might find love and and passion uh if they're mumble rappers or you know just celebrities like the kardashians i love being them and doing having all the vanity and all that right it comes with practice of course A lot of these people, they have money, and it still doesn't fill them. They need that attention. They need that show. They need that to be a celebrity. You know, they, they have that need, that want to be. A lot of these mumble rappers, a lot of them do it for money, man. Because if they did it for the real rap, you would hear somebody like, uh, let me see, who, who Kendrick Lamar. Very talented. Kid Cudi, very talented. Wiz Khalifa, very talented. Mac Miller, rest, you know, R.I.P. Rest in peace. Super, he was super, super talented. And I'm truly saddened by the fact that he's gone. I still can't believe it. Amazing, amazing rapper. There's this song. I don't know if it's called. Something bird. I don't know. Is it birdhouse? Bird feeder? I don't know what it was. Something like that. But it was really good. I really like the flow. You know? And then I heard that Machine Gun Kelly. Now, Machine Gun Kelly, he's talented. But if he thinks he's going to go after Eminem, you're seriously fucking dumb as fuck. Because Eminem, you couldn't lace his fucking shoes, son. 
he was a white rapper where there was none or just limited to two or three. What do we had? Lil Whitey and uh, Bubba Sparks. That was after. Before that, had Vanilla Ice. <laughs> okay. Um, and I'm sure somebody else could think of somebody else, but I, I, I can't. Okay. So, the fact that he said he he's trying to say anything means nothing. Should be grateful. There's people like Eminem that fucking can flow like that. That didn't mumble rap. Can you imagine if 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 it was reverse and we started with mumble rapping? What kind of bullshit would the MC world be? It'd be terrible. Horrible. I wouldn't listen to that shit. Be look at people like Takashi Six Nine. I can't believe I'm talking about this guy. Guy's fucking he's sad. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing, really. I don't care how many millions you show me. Embarrassing. It's just embarrassing sad. Embarrassing sad. Green light, red light, green light, red light, green light, red light. Embarrassing sad. You fucking kidding me? You tattoo your face. You put that shit. Ooh, rainbow? Motherfucker, we playing Mario Kart? What? You gotta be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. And I know someone will call me a hater. I don't care. Those that agree with me, cool. Those that don't, you are entitled to your opinion, sir or ma'am. Miss... You are entitled to your opinion. First Amendment right. And do with it what you will. I don't care. Because I will do with it what I will. Believe that. Shout out to Roman Reigns. You tattoo your face, man. Your music is not that great. You know, these younger people are coming up. I'm not saying all of them, but some of them don't have taste for what MCs are. They don't know. They don't remember, you know, Wu-Tang Clan. Wu-Tang? Remember that? M-E-T-H-O-D, man. M-E-T-H-O-D, man. Help badass was that like just the flavor just the sound Tupac Biggie that's like that's always gonna be an infamy that will always remain an infamy Eminem's part of that uh, uh, Snoop Dogg Right? East Coast, West Coast, all that shit. Eminem will always be part of that. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. One of the greatest producers ever. If not the greatest producer. Right? Brought, brings the game of The game? You guys remember that in the early 2000s? The game? The documentary? Whoo! 
damn, that was good. 50 cent? I don't look, I don't care if you're you were team game, team 50 cent. When they were together, they made magic. Separately, they made magic too. Either way, those guys were so talented. Regardless of the money they have, nothing, nobody could take that away from them. You see somebody like Nicki Minaj uh, talking to Mariah Carey, like, man, calm down. I've never heard a Nicki Minaj song. You want to know why? Because I heard Mariah Carey first. I don't care. I don't care. I got laid while there's a Mariah Carey song. I'm a guy. I don't even care, dude. When she was singing those high vocals, I was like, damn, this girl could sing. She was fine, too. Still fine. And she was surrounded by just, just a culture that wasn't her skin tone, really. Let's be real. And she made it hers with her talent, with her love to sing. And every you know dollar that she has, she earned. I'm not saying that that's not the uh, you know the the. I'm not saying that about Nicki Minaj that she didn't earn her shit. She did. But if you think that you're ta- more talented than Mariah. You fucking crazy as fuck. Alright, let me tell you. Right now. We all leave a legacy here. I, I, I constantly wonder if I'll leave anything. If I'll leave... I know I'll leave a daughter... No, I have family and all that. But I constantly wonder if I'll ever leave a bit as big of a legacy. And that, that goes for even Nicki Minaj and people that, like the Rainbow Head, you know, fucking Rainbow Drive or whatever. Fucking 6 9. I mean, come on, dude. 6 9, really? 69? And what the fuck does Takashi? What's that? Where'd you get that? We were playing Tekken. Man, you gotta stop playing those video games, man. Those those Japanese video games, man. They're fucking you up. Playing Street Fighter, man. Ryu. Tekken Hayachi. Huh. Takashi. Sounds good. And if there's some people saying, oh, that means cash and this and that. I speak English. I don't fucking know that shit. The point is the motherfucker has a 69 on his head. Man, he's got a fucking saw. Saw's, come on, let's be real. Saw is one, it's not the best horror movie. You think it scared me? It does scare me. I, you know what I said? Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? The Oklahoma bomber fucking put a, a, a rider truck in a fucking government building and that still got caught my attention more than Saw did. The Zodiac Killer catches my attention more than Saw did. You know, Saw was just an asshole. Whoever, that, that, that dude was an asshole. 
Who the fuck makes you God? You're just an asshole. Okay? So fuck you. Trying to scare or whatever. It was You weren't even entertaining. It pissed me off that I spent some money to go see that movie. Then I had to go see another one. Then I lost uh, fucking interest. Then later on I saw them all on DVD. And I just wanted to fucking shoot myself in the fucking head for even watching that. It's like, are you kidding? This is terrible. This is fucking terrible. You know what was scary when I was a kid? You know what was really scary? An actual fucking voodoo doll like Chucky. That scared me. You want to know why? Because that shit's a demon. That's a fucking spirit of a dead person. A serial killer at that. And yeah, a lot of people, I would have kicked them. Like, what if you didn't see the motherfucker coming? What if you were sleeping? You didn't know that that motherfucker was going to live? You didn't know that motherfucker was going to come alive? You didn't know that. Don't you dare say you were going to kick him. There's a fucking demon we're dealing with here, man. I'm not dealing with some fucking contraption. If we're dealing with a contraption, I mean, I'd be more afraid of the cartel getting me, really. Those motherfuckers wouldn't play with a contraption. They'd just grab a hammer, start going to town on my feet, fucking the web of my fingers and shit. I don't know. They do a lot of crazy shit. They'd probably just hang me. They would not fuck around. This saw he's fucking around. What do you scream? Huh? You're gonna call me? You're gonna, what are you gonna call me and terrorize me? Motherfucker, get the fuck out of here. Why aren't you, why aren't you a man like Michael Myers? He straight up grabs a knife and he goes after you. He don't give a fuck. Or Jason, he's got teleportation. Motherfucker seems to be everywhere. <laughs> that dude seems to be everywhere. Real shit. You notice that? They made a remake where he makes tunnels. I I, I started laughing because I thought that was funny. They wanted it to 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 <laughs> to bring reasoning to those movies. <laughs> like uh, this guy's moving way too fast. Like have you guys ever seen uh, Jason takes on Manhattan? Like he just appears. Like okay, there's an alley, and oh, there goes Jason. And just. You know, that motherfucker can teleport. Let me tell you. I think Jason X should have been a a, a a a prequel. Really, that motherfucker could teleport. Look at it. Now we're getting. Now we're getting into some Halloween talks. My bipolar self is getting... My bipolar ass is getting into some fucking real talk right here. What about it? He's a spirit. He's a demon. Whatever you want to call him. He's an old... He's an evil force. That just goes... Every certain years... I don't know how how many years... I don't know if it's like 25, 35... I, I totally forgot. I think it's like... 25, 35 years. And he goes, he comes back, and he eats children. And he, you know, you know how kids are. They're so naive, you know. Hey, hey you want a balloon? Hey, you, you know, you want some cotton candy? Hey, you want your fucking boat back? Oh, guess what, Georgie? I'm going to bite your fucking hand off. Oh, wait, you're going to run? No, you're not going to run. 
I'm going to drag you into this sewer and I'm going to just enjoy the fuck out of you. I'm going to enjoy this shit. You are going to be delicious. I can only imagine it's like eating a chicken. Finger looking good. I hope KFC doesn't uh, sue me. If they ever hear this, right? <laughs> what? Just, oh man, I can I can talk so for so long about how much I hated the idea of Saw. I'm like, what are you, Batman for horror fans? Like, how how is he Batman? Because that motherfucker is obviously rich to be creating all these contraptions. He doesn't look like a starving kid from Africa. Which I'm not... You know, I I hope things get better for them. Really do. That sucks. It sucks sucks that we live in a world where we... We were born into crisis. We're born into shitty situations. And I know because I, I've lived it for many years. You know, I've lived it for many years. Lived without power for years. And it's not nice. It's not, not easy. You go to try to relate to people and it's like, you can't really relate to people. You know? Like, oh, did you see the ball game? Uh, sure I did. Uh, no, I didn't because I don't have any electricity, so I can, can't see your fucking game. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But then you don't tell them that. You're like, yeah, no, I didn't see it. I don't like baseball or everything that much. Maybe that's why I didn't like sports for so long. Except, like, UFC and pro wrestling. I've been watching UFC since the, I want to say, 99. 99, 2000. And like around 2001, 2002, I started watching because I like Tito Ortiz, Ken Shamrock. That was good. That was good, guys. Josh Barnett. Shout out to Josh Barnett. Guy's fucking awesome. I don't think he gets enough credit. I don't think he gets the credit that he deserves. I really don't. That guy was a young heavyweight champion. It was a fucking beast. And every time I hear or listen to his interviews, he's so smart. Very smart. Very well-mannered. Carries himself well. I don't think he gets the credit that he deserves. Speaking of credit that they don't deserve, I, I think that that goes without saying in, in a lot of things, especially in pop culture. I think a lot of stupid people get recognition for doing stupid things. Like, I'm not saying Miley Cyrus wasn't talented, but she was more annoying than talented. Would you agree? Like, come on, you know, okay, I'm a Hannah Montana, guys. That's for the kids. That's for the kids. I'm not touching that. But then when she grows up, then she does all this outlandish stuff. And then... You know, I'm. I'm. Well, am I supposed to? Am I supposed to enjoy that? Am I supposed to enjoy you sticking your tongue and all that? I'm supposed to enjoy that. Where is the challenge? If I know you're a hoe, where is it? Where is the challenge? Sticking out your tongue and yeah, this and that. 
Not all guys like that, sweetheart. Listen, not all guys like that. Some of us like a woman to dress nice, decent, have a good career, you know, just basically be a freak between the sheets and out out on, on the streets be a lady. I heard that in a song before. I don't know where, but it's true. It's very true. And I'm not saying like, oh, like person that's a stripper and this and that. No, no, you could be a stripper. But when you get out of that fucking club, if you're acting like that word ratchet, I wouldn't I wouldn't use it in the past. But if it's so well, I'm just going to say it. If you go out in the club outside of the club world and you're like all acting ratchet. Oh, especially if you have kids and you're acting like that. I get it. This world sucks. And sometimes you have to put food on the table. Okay, but if you're acting like that outside, I like, come on, get your shit together, read a book, get that knowledge. Where's that mindfulness? Study some philosophy. Get that dictionary. You're gonna need it. Why? Because you have to bring worth. You have to bring worth for to yourself. Wow, that sounds so terrible. I think I need the dictionary. <laughs> you have to create worth for yourself. That's better. You have to create worth for yourself, guys. And yes, granted, there's some people, I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks, this and that. I, I get it. But there is at some point you have to grow up and realize that sometimes you have to care about things. Not saying to really truly care uh, what, what you know this person says about you or this person. No, 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 no. Have a strong mind. I agree. But if that's the, if that just that attitude really takes you to a wrong place. Or works in your fa- against your favor, or against you. Excuse me. And it's not worth it. You know how good it feels to read a book and study and learn something new, stimulating your brain, your mind. It's amazing. You feel happy. Get those endorphins running. It just feels great. You're happy. You don't have to take a pill. You don't take nothing. You just read a goddamn book and you're good. Feels good. You learn some new words. I'm not saying I'm the smartest guy ever. I'm not. I've My friends know that I often would refer to myself as a dumbass. Like, oh, I'm a dumb, but I, I don't do it anymore because I, it, it's, it's, words are very powerful. Words are very powerful. And sometimes somebody may insult you and you may think that of yourself already and then somebody brings it into the light and you start believing it. That's not good. That's not good. Listen, I believe anybody, anybody could anybody could be smart. Anybody could pretend to be smart. But if you put in the work and you really do start, you know, I'm going to read a book. 
and educate myself a little bit. You know, you start progressing. That's good. That's amazing. Progress is amazing. That's where you should... If if you're reading a book and somebody makes fun of you for reading a book, then that's where you should say, I don't give a fuck what you think because I'm progressing. Not tell them to... You don't need... I mean, it's if the, especially if the person's not worth it. You don't have to tell them to their face. But the point I'm trying to make is as long as you know that you're progressing in your life, there's there's progress... And you know and you realize you're, you're like the, the kids are saying nowadays woke. You're woke to the point where you, you realize that there's progress to be made and progress is good. It's a great thing. And you're not acting as your surroundings would expect you to act or push you to act. That's amazing. That's amazing. When you don't let your surroundings influence you, especially the, and I'm talking about negative ones. Don't get me wrong. There's positive ones. The positive ones, suck it up like a sponge, guys. Suck it up like a sponge. So I, I, I believe surrounding yourself with good people is always a good thing. It's a great thing. Surrounding yourself with dumbasses that, that just never want to progress. That always want to fight different people. That always want to, you know, just cause trouble and chaos and are always... Just never progressing, never excelling. Life gets easier when you accomplish things you never thought could you could accomplish. Life gets easier when you go out and you try things. And you might fail, but you feel good about yourself because you owed yourself that opportunity to try. And you, you did it. You tried. And you might have failed, but that doesn't you, you find something out about yourself. That's that's so important, and and, and that's the that's such a powerful uh, a tool. You know, you you discover a, a a new tool. Oh, trying! I'm gonna try these different things, and if I try these these certain things, I'm gonna learn something about myself. And every time you fail, and you allow yourself to fail, and you allow yourself to fail, you get better. You get better. And you're not really that afraid to fail. All these people that are telling you these rich, uh, get, uh, get rich quick uh, schemes, they know that it all lies in failing. You fail, you get yourself back up, you dust yourself off, brush your shoulders, go. Do it again. Try again. If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Like that goddamn poem that they taught us in third grade. Oh, I ate some ice. Excuse me, guys. 
My throat was uh, raspy or raspy. Raspy like my voice. So anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed that ramble that I did. Look, it's a it's a exclusive sneak preview or uh yeah, I guess you could say preview into the mind of a person that is of the bipolar mindset of the crazy mindset as people say. But you but listen, look, I use I use my uh, bipolar disorder as an as an advantage, as as a tool, if you will, because we all have something that is against us in this world. We all have it. Some people, I I don't want to go into details because I'll just keep going. <laughs> but. We all have something that's that stops us from doing amazing things. But what if you just took that out? What if you 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 if you can't do one thing, why don't you get into this? Well, if you can't do that, why don't you get into this other thing? You know what I mean? If you're born, uh, okay, okay, let me give you some examples. You are blind, right? You're blind. Look at Ray Charles. Ray Charles learned how to play the piano. Back in his time, there's segregation. And he had, he was, it was him against the world. And guess what? Motherfucker made magic. Ray Charles is one of the greatest musicians ever. So talented. Just amazing music that just made you feel good and want to move or, or, or feel whether it was good or bad. It was just, he made you feel. You know? He made chicken, cha- uh, chicken salad out of chicken shit. As they say, he made he made magic with the tools that were dealt to him or given to him. See what I mean? So there's no excuses. You just got to find a way to make it happen. put the nail in the coffin on that one and i uh, hope you guys have a good night once again this is uh you guys are in indeed looking at the mind of a bipolar crazy motherfucker but this guy if i can motivate one of you guys if i can entertain you guys done my job i'm happy with that so please support me if uh, you guys like what I'm doing. Support me at, at Radio of Caskets and Twitter. Once again, at Radio of Caskets on Twitter. Thank you guys. And if uh, you want to talk some shit, yeah, do that too. First Amendment right, right? 
Enjoy it. Fuck it. I'm not going to... I'll sweat off my balls, guys. <laughs> you guys have a good night.